Today, the 28th day of Av is the yard site of one of the G'doy Hadar of the previous generation, Harav Avram Pam Zechayin Racha. Rav Pam once explained how Hashem can be both a tzaddik and a chassid at the same time. He asked, we recite in Ashrei, Tzaddik Hashem Bechal Derachav. Hashem is righteous in all of His ways, Bechassid Bechal Masav, and virtuous in all deeds. Tzaddik righteousness implies acting according to the strict letter of the law. Chassid, on the other hand, implies going above and beyond the letter of the law. So what is Hashem? Is He a Tzaddik or a Chassid? So Rav Palm explained, the solution to this paradox is found in the proper understanding of a Pasuk in this week's Parsha. The Torah teaches us the laws of Iranidachas, a city that worshipped idols. The halacha is that all of its inhabitants, the entire city, is given the death penalty. The Torah then gives a bracha to those who carry out the execution. Hashem will give you mercy and will be merciful to you. So what does it mean, He will give you mercy? You are merciful to someone. Mercy is not tangible. It's not something that we can give. Furthermore, why the redundancy in the Torah's language, I will give you mercy, and I will be merciful to you. Why the repetition? Says Rapam that when the Torah states, Hashem will give you mercy, it means that Hashem will give you the opportunity to be merciful to others. And if you act mercifully to others, then Hashem will be merciful to you. So Hashem is both a chassid and a tzaddik. First, He's a chassid by giving us the opportunity to do chesed with others. And now that we've earned it, He rewards us as a tzaddik, according to the letter of the law. So why can't we just receive Hashem's reward gratis? Why do we need to earn it? So the Ramchal and Derech Hashem says, Hashem's purpose in creating the world was to bestow His goodness onto others. Hashem, the ultimate good, the Kel Rachem Vechanon, created an atmosphere in which beings can exist to receive His goodness. But He would rather that we earn our reward so that He can give it to us out of our own merits. So that is why Hashem is first a chassid, then a tzaddik. Because He wants to give us reward out of our own merits. Likewise, in the tefillahs of Yom Naram, we ask, Avinu malkeinu, kasveinu besefer zechuyos. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, write us into the book of Zechuyos. On Rosh Hashanah at night we ask, So what is Zechuyos? Merits. So either we have merits or we don't have merits. And if we don't have merits, what is Hashem writing into that book for us? So what does it mean when we ask Hashem to write us into the book of Zechuyos? Says Rav Pam, Zechuyos is the opportunity to perform mitzvahs. We ask, Give us this chus by guiding and directing mitzvah opportunities to come our way. You walk down the street and the person in front of you drops his phone, you pick it up and return it. It's an easy mitzvah and it doesn't cost you anything. We ask, Put us in the book that we should be zoicha, that mitzvah should fall into our lap. You're driving and you give someone a ride, you just fulfill the mitzvah of Chnasas Archim. Zechuyos means opportunities. Write us down in the book of opportunities. A beggar comes to your door and asks for tzedakah. Hashem just sent you a golden opportunity to your doorstep to perform a mitzvah. And if you're kind enough to invite him into your home and offer him a drink, then you just performed another easy mitzvah. And once we perform these mitzvahs properly, Hashem rewards us because we earned it from our own merits.
says Rav Pam, that's why Shem is a chassid and a tzaddik. There's a story told about a man who was marrying off his daughter. In honor of the occasion, he hired an artist and spent an exorbitant amount of money to create an exquisitely decorated, one-of-a-kind ksuba. Before the chuppah, when the witnesses were signing, one of the Ada made a mistake and tried to correct it. Then he made another mistake and attempted to correct it again. The Rav over there ruled that the ksuba was disqualified and may no longer be used. They had a basic standard form as a backup, which they used instead. The father of the Kala was irate. He mumbled to himself, this witness just ruined all the money and effort that went into that ksuba. Rav Pam went over to the father and whispered something into his ear. Suddenly the man calmed down and was happy for the rest of the wedding. Afterwards, someone asked him, what did Rav Pam tell you right before the chuppah? He said, he told me there was obviously a decree in heaven that my daughter will have to have two ksubas in her lifetime. Usually that happens if she needs to remarry after the death or divorce of our first husband. Hashem in His infinite kindness allowed the decree to be fulfilled in the easiest way by having a mistake in the first ksuba and substituting it with the second one. After I heard that, I was calm. What godless from Rav Pa. This attitude should be applied to our daily lives. If we walk out of the house one day and find the $150 summons attached to our windshield, we should think it was decreed men Hashemayim for me to lose $150 today. It could have been by a doctor, or by a mechanic, or by a lawyer. So chazdi Hashem, it was just a parking ticket. Hashem, let me off easy. And now, we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.